3: Pull up a Bloody Mary, a mimosa, or some prune juice. Does he have some magic in him? Knicks, drops back. And get a serving of Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and other hot menu items. Underneath, touchdown, Ducks! Wow! This is Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Oh! oh. the odyssey app and 1080
4: all these things are true i wouldn't lie I, I don't lie to you guys baby the fan second hour here sports sunday
5: and um super excited for this next hour because Straight up. this is um, this is something that you you said to me 16 years ago about i would i wouldn't have believed it because right now we got the head coach of the 12th and Timberwolf men's basketball state champion back state to back state championship head coach here bubble lemon in studio and we'll get to why it's just amazing to me that that's the fact but welcome in man so glad to have you
6: yeah thanks for having me here man i'm super excited yeah. no
4: man glad you could come in you know a lot of coaches have a lot of uh what workouts to do on Sundays? You know, individual stuff, especially when you got some talented kids on your team.
5: Well, especially on a Sunday like this, you have a lot of a uh, going, know, like basketball I mean, to watch as
4: well. Probably so. a honey do list that needs to get done
6: <laughs> oh, and stuff absolutely. today. I had to so stay home for a long time. So my wife, yeah, <laughs> yeah, got a lot of stuff to do
4: for yeah, sure. So glad so. you can come and kick it for a bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
5: again, I go back to why this is amazing to me is, and this actually stems back a few episodes, even just on this show, because. It started when we were talking about how I went to Harlem Globetrotters one night. Oh, fun. And then they were uh, showing some former players on the screen, some names. And I remembered one name. I was like, Meadowlark Lemon. Mm-hmm. That has got to be one of the coolest names I have ever heard, especially for a Harlem Globetrotter. I'm like, that is legit. I brought it up to Rashad. And then he said, yeah, I'm pretty sure his grandson is the head coach over at Twalton, Bubble Lemon. And I'm yeah. like, I would know that name. I was <laughs> like, I know that name from somewhere. You graduated the same year to Walton as my sister did in two thousand six. And quite frankly, I don't think you would have the success today if it wasn't for that 06 Twalton and cheer team cheering oh, you guys. Absolutely. State on the, champs. Led by my sister. <laughs> he remembers. He remembers. See? State champs, cheerleaders, 06. Yeah, my sister, she's still got the DVD somewhere of their routine. I, I was at that championship. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. routine. Really? <laughs> yeah. How much oh. of it
4: do you remember them saying? Oh, I, not None. much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure my sister would know the, the whole thing. That's funny. Yeah. Both. Oh, it's one. If you cheer, if you're like on a step team or you do a dance routine, trust me, you don't forget that stuff. You know no, it forever no. you're still doing it at you home you do boom, it in boom, the yeah. shower <laughs> got it exactly every just random you know how wolves you know how yeah. dudes you know how we kind of you know we get to like the the seal of any door and we kind of uh, oh, yeah. lay up or something yeah. i think ladies that were ever doing cheer, cheer or something like that they'd be cooking and just go
5: 100 percent. 100 percent. i bet you my sister yeah she'll admit to that but i mean that was what was great is like going back thinking on man oh four, oh five, oh six. Being at Towalton watching you play football mm-hmm. as the quarterback. Yeah. And then it's just like, A, how time flies and how much older we get. You know, Don't remind me of that, especially with my back and playing golf later today. I really don't <laughs> want to think about being older. Right no, now. Now's not the
4: time to think about your, your ailing body yeah. as you're getting older going yeah, to play golf today. Exactly, exactly.
5: But, what I mean, the idea that Towalton not just wins one state championship, but wins back-to-back, and you as the head coach in the first year, your first year coaching, as a head coach and first, I mean, at Twalton, it's like, it's pretty storybook to me, just how it came to happen, really.
6: Yeah, it's really special. I mean, I remember when I first got brought on over at Tualton, um, Coach Osborne brought me on. It was, gosh, about six, seven, six, seven years ago. And he came on and he was like, hey, like. I'm going to be towards the end of my seasons here, and I want to just make sure I'm surrounded by people I really enjoy. So he brought me on as the freshman coach, which was um, pretty cool. Um, got to see kids grow up through the program's struggles, obviously a little bit of times, just getting into coaching basketball that way. And then when he retired, Coach Jukula took over, his assistant, and then they moved me up to JV, which right away when they moved me up to JV, that's when that last year's group of seniors – came in as freshmen Mm -hmm. and what we did was they they knew that i would get those guys really ready for varsity basketball so we had four out of the five freshmen skipped freshman ball and played jv for me on their freshman season so we invested in that group so well with peter noah malik kellen ashton and stuff and then to be able to be right there on the bench with them as they grew up, like watching sure, that was huge for them. Oh my goodness. And watching the whole process and talking with them the whole entire time until where it was the senior year and it was like, All right guys there's no excuse. This is what we've been. This is what we put all of our eggs in the basket for. Is for this year, last year, and it was like we don't know when it's going to happen again. We don't know when the best chance is. This is the best chance Twelton will ever have to win state championship. And gosh, with Jukla as a head coach, and I, we were helping out. Um, I helped out the whole entire year. Uh, coach Duggan and everybody, like. The, those guys, it was phenomenal. Mm. It was fun to watch. I mean, they lost two games last year. One was to Lake Oswego um, at Lake Oswego. And if you were at that game, you're like, oh, that's, that was an interesting game. Mm. But the other one was to Link Academy. And then here we are. We're watching Jordan Walsh last last night killing it for Arkansas and really making big plays as a freshman for Arkansas. And it's like that's who we lost against was Link Academy. And then just one and those guys, they just did a phenomenal job. And so it was good because I got to see these guys grow, and so when people asked me, like, "Hey, what is it going to feel like being a head coach, like with the kids, how the kids are going to respond?" I mean, you look at Josiah Lake. Josiah Lake skipped freshman ball, or he was with me his freshman year right away, as a, on JV as well. Right. So, like those guys, um, Jaden Step, like my God, did the same my thing. Favorite young oh my goodness, in the state, Jaden Step, he's amazing, isn't he? But they, but they came with me right away. So I was like, well. I feel good with the guys because I got good rapport with them. I feel good with the teachers because I mean I w- I used to terrorize those halls over there. That's <laughs> how <twilight. laughs> I know they, these teachers. They came up to me. I had one English teacher that we we really just oh gosh it was she loves us as a group of uh, individuals, but as a group we did. She was like Bubba, I can't wait to get you back. I'm gonna come back to all your games and heckle you. I was like ah dang <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't need that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I but, gotta focus on the game. But seeing all of those people, but like so the um the relationships that i've had it was so easy as far as to keep building trust within these kids um the parents um that was that was pretty easy with that relationship but getting stepped into the new roles is pretty cool what was the toughest part of taking over for somebody like number one you win a state championship
4: yeah last year the 21-22 season uh coach duke leaves yeah and here you are thrust into this position what was the hardest part about that kind of transition
6: for you? Creating a new identity. I mean, for what the program is going to be like. I mean, Juklai he had his own, but I coached different than him. Um, I helped. I helped him as as well as he did it. But uh, I mean, I have a different style. Different. Everything's a lot different. I'm a little bit. I, like, I I might make last-minute adjustments. I love these kids. These kids are so freaking amazing, and they're smart basketball players. There's, like, a game, like, when we talked about the LSI game, okay, mm-hmm. when we played against West Lynn. Yeah. You know, we drew up an out-of-bounds play to, to, for Josiah to shoot, shoot this three at the end of the game. And and it came up short. We went into overtime. But one of my coaches looked at me. Goes, Bubba, that was a great play. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that. I said, Hey, make sure you draw it up because I have no idea what I drew up. <laughs> These kids are good at like I can put stuff pen and paper, boom, right there, and they instincts execute. Take over. Yeah. They execute. Yeah, and their instincts take over, which I thought gave them a more competitive edge than a lot of other guys. Whereas some other coaches are like, We haven't practiced that. We can't do it. We haven't practiced that. We can't do that. Nah, not with this group that's what was pretty amazing with them well isn't that like basketball and what you see
5: even in the tournament right now it's like it there's talent that can win and then there's we do our role perfectly we know exactly what we have to do no egos there's no Nah, it's my time i'm gonna go get some buckets again everybody executing what they need to to a t and quite frankly like looking at Towalton, that's how you gotta win at Towalton from the past that i know yeah but it's not a you're not
6: getting kids from different school districts, right? Like, no, it's, right. Yeah. You're we are building this up. We got our kids and, and it, it goes back to what was the toughest things. It's, it was my style implementing my style, but then also these kids understanding their roles right. and everybody understanding their roles. Some players thinking that they should have played a lot more than they should have. Some players thinking that they should have took every shot in the game. And I, I, I really am amazed because you look at how they were at the beginning of the year. You don't normally, you don't see progression like this in one year. Right. You see it over time. Mm-hmm. But these kids came from kind of Biden, came from, you know, Jaden Step. Like I'm top, one of the top recruiters as a junior. Uh, Josiah late coming as a, hey, I'm not getting the recognition I deserve. You know what I mean? Kind of look where they're trying to implement their own style. The football players coming over. And the football players coming over and then they all had their ideas. And so it was really interesting getting those guys together in that and understanding their role, which they did by the end of the year.
5: Yeah. Now, what I want to uh, talk about in this next segment is you're talking about your coaching style. And I want to kind of get back to uh, your background and how you grew up in sports, your dad, your grandfather. I mean, your, your background is really, really cool. When uh, And it was funny. So like a definite conversation started. <laughs> 100%. Well, I was looking into it today, and there was some stuff I knew and then things I didn't know before. So uh, I want to get into that. We got Bubba Lemon, head coach of the Tualatin Timberwolves basketball team, the state champion second year in a row. Still crazy to say that. We're going to talk more with Bubba next here on Sports
0: Sunday on 1080 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet?
2: All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/slash Odyssey Podcast.
3: You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan.
5: Sports Sunday. Rashad Taylor, Jordan Schultz running the board, and a head coach of Tualatin Timberwolves basketball team, Bubble Lemon, here in studio with us. And uh, I referenced it when you were first in here, but this, it it all comes full circle here on Sports Sunday, because months ago, I went to Harlem Globetrotters, and uh, they showed a name on the video board, Meadowlark Lemon, great name, I mean,
4: was that the first time you'd seen the name?
5: Yeah, first time. And coincidentally, my brother-in-law's uh, or my nephew's grandma on his uh, dad's side was saying that she was a huge Globetrotters fan back in the 70s um, when your grandfather played, and she knew that name very well. Yeah. She's like, oh, I love Metal Lark Lemon. He was one of my favorites. And so then I heard about that, brought it up to Rashad, and he's like, yeah, his grandson, Bubba Lemon, head coach at Twalton right now. He's been coaching. He's, he's in the game. And then like I said, I knew that name. I knew once I pulled it up, like sure enough, quarterback at and when my sister was cheering on the sidelines. So but the, the tie to the Harlem Globetrotters and that basketball background is just like It's crazy. <laughs> it
4: all makes sense now. That's crazy. Like and I'm a little older than than Joe. So mm-hmm. I remember watching those old Scooby Doo yep. episodes and yep. the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> would be on there. And so that's how I learned the name Metal Lark Lemon. I actually have a funny story. So <laughs> I'm, I live in Las Vegas at this point and I, I'm dating this. This I'm not dating, but I'm going on a date with this <laughs> Don't girl. Put Don't put <laughs> my name on that. Don't put my name on that. Right? Yeah. And so um, Fubu had just made these yeah. uh, Harlem Globe Trouters jerseys. So I got a blue <laughs> Metal Lark Lemon Harlem Globe Trouters jersey. have that one. Jersey. Do you really? Yeah, I have that one. So dope. Still one of the uh, freshest jerseys that I had. So um, I'm like, all right, I want to look good for this girl. First meeting, going to pick her up. I put on my white and blue Air Force Ones, not paying any attention. This is what against circa. This is this is two thousand three.
5: I was gonna guess two thousand three, two thousand four, like, yeah. something
4: like that. When you could still wear jerseys,
5: you know, yep. comfortably. You were listening, Chingy, out oh of my your gosh, apartment you were doing the, <laughs> yeah. I was so doing the dance and
4: stuff. So, uh, so I pull up to this. Mind you, I don't know the neighborhood. I've just moved here, so I don't really know anything about anything. Oh boy! Geez. So I pull up to this project, <laughs> project, actual project. And it was called the Jets. They just called it the Jets. But if you've ever seen the movie New Jack City, yep. it looked like the Carter, right? Ooh. It looked like where Nino Brown was selling dope out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like, oh, so I pull up, You're like, oh boy, and immediately I'm in there's a bunch of dudes outside wearing red. Like, and oh, the, and you have
6: this blue jersey. It's it's <laughs> it's
4: eight o'clock. It's eight, so it's dark. You know, getting dark. Bunch of dudes outside wearing red. I'm talking red, do rags. You see everything. them start whispering to each other. Like and now I'm nervous what like, what because the? the way the way you pull in, it's almost like a. Um, what do you call it, cul-de-sac type yeah. thing so it's like ugh. so i can't really turn around right now so i have no choice nothing in my i can't change clothes <laughs> i'm 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 in it now so i walk up to the door and uh man it was it was scary it was the most scary and the whole thing whole time whole time i'm thinking why the f am i wearing this jersey right now this is so stupid this is so dumb and uh Luckily, I got out of there unscathed, but... Uh, this
6: is why he said one date. <laughs> no,
4: one date, and guess what? Never went out with that girl again. I'll say this is the first and last time. And then, we'll then you double-checked the neighborhoods before you wore and your metal wore, That's a 100%. Before <laughs> I knew where I'm Vegas. going, I was like, man, let me see what neighborhood I'm going before to I pull first. out this so, Globetrotters jersey. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, man. But, yeah, man. But, but but for you to be the grandson of mm-hmm. such an iconic figure, and then your dad, who is a, a well-respected football coach yep. you know here... Uh, Lewis and Clark and, you know, some other places like Mm -hmm. that. How difficult was, and you talked a lot about identity, how difficult was it to establish your own identity as Bubble Lemon and not, you know, Meadows' son or Meadowlark Lemon's grandson? Like, how difficult was that to come into your own?
6: Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing that I wanted to do was embrace what he brought so not necessarily obviously be my own person within it, but what is the big things that he taught um and throughout this and hi- at his funeral, honestly was one of the most eye opening things because as people know, he's one of literally the best basketball players to ever walk the face of right. the earth. And he couldn't play in the NBA because they didn't let blacks play in the NBA at the time and all that stuff. And so they had to create this own different thing. And Wait, when I saw people get up and speak about him and when people kept reaching out to me when he passed away and what they always talked about was this joy that Mm. he brought them and their family. That is that is the only thing that I said, how do I capture that? And I keep rolling through with it. Like people want people to have fun watching the players play watch the players teach the players how to love what they're doing right because once they love what they're doing it's 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 like what you saw on the championship game like they're gonna run through a wall you know what i mean they're gonna do anything it takes to win at the end of the day and have fun doing it and so i didn't really try to worry about necessarily you know They said this to my dad all the time, too. Well, you're not as good as your dad, or you're not as good as your grandpa. Well, name 10 people that were, okay? You can't, so now let's continue on, okay? This is what I got, you know what I mean? Um, And so it really actually... Um, I know it discouraged my dad from playing basketball. He was a, he, he ended up playing minor league baseball. um, And then he was a really good football player and all this stuff. And so then that's what he went into the coaching professions with, because it was just too much people saying, well, your dad, your dad, your dad. And so he had to make his own name, his own way. And then, but yet, through his own sports, then how do you keep the same principles that obviously my grandpa brought and bring in people together, bring in families together. And so that's kind of what we're trying to go off of that. That's awesome. Now,
5: which I absolutely love that approach because this is about, it's a game we're having fun, like fall in love with the game. So that way, when you play it, you give it your effort and you're not just going through the motions. What, and I went through my first very serious coaching experience this year with a third, fourth grade basketball. <laughs> oh, that's team. tough. It was that's, the, that's a that's assistant a really coach hard job. Assistant coach. <laughs> so I will say I didn't have to take on the full uh, full responsibility. But what I what was fun to me was figuring out how each kid like what made them tick. Like what was yeah. what find your why. You hear that a lot in exactly. locker rooms. Like why are you? And with playing that, you know, it's like I want to be uplifting and joyful. How do you balance that act of Having that implemented, but also like, hey, you guys, we need to lock it up. Like, we're playing a little too loose here. Foot's not on the gas pedal. Like, how do you kind of balance that as a coach? And again, knowing that each player is different and what motivates them is different.
6: Yeah, absolutely. Making sure that they're not afraid of hard, working hard is the biggest thing in that, right? <laughs> yes. And, you know, I, I talked to our youth camps this summer, and I was like, you know, you're going to see a lot of times I'm going to say we're going to have a lot of fun this year. But trust me, fun does mean winning. Right. So when you see when I say fun, it means we're going to probably be winning and stuff. Yeah, But it yeah. is it is, um, it is a hard balance with how do you get them to be loose and be themselves, but then yet we need to teach them to be themselves to work hard all the time and get through things. And, you know, I heard a coach say this on a podcast one time and I, and I took this to heart Um, what young coaches their One of their mistakes are is keeping kids there too long sometimes. And so there might be some practices you have to say, Hey, that's it. We're We're not focused. We're done. And guess what? I did that a few times this year. There is a few times. I mean, if people really looked at what we went through and they're like that team won the state championship, it was all these little pieces. It was like, Hey, we're not focused. Okay. Everybody out the gym. You know, well, can I still shoot around? No, 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 no. You don't want to work today? Let's come back tomorrow and do it. You know, there's there's times that you get the players, and you do see that in championship teams where they end up fighting with each other a little bit and stuff. And the goal is to get them to not to fight with each other or against each other, but Before with each, each other. other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they end up doing that for sure. But um, I, think, I think the process, going through the process, Ends up these kids I mean we got a, we got a lot of guys I mean on our team, we have literally six five six d one players, whether they're in football or basketball right. and so them having that work ethic and knowing what it is to grind that was something that they could bring and we've instilled we've instilled coming up throughout the um throughout their years all right i i I say we take a break
5: because we still got plenty of time if we take the break now versus later. We, we'll get more time. We with yeah, okay.
4: Because we'd have a tend to go, go a little long. Yes, exactly, Pause.
5: exactly. So, <laughs> damn,
4: it, Rashad.
5: Hey, Rashad, he, he does that. He, he has done that. That's a weekly occurrence now. But I'm I can't just
4: saying we you know, sometime you gotta catch yourself, man. It is Whoops. Sunday
5: morning, all right. You would expect like a good day Oregon, you know, cool vibe, keep it P G no,
4: here. You can go no. to the other place for that. I got the yeah. dump, but you caught it. <laughs> yeah. Good job. You yeah. got it. I, I didn't have to use it. You can go to the other station for that. All
5: right, let's go to break, but first we got Jordan Schultz with the Sports Center update.
4: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them.
3: And perfect for the urgent, baby. I want that. You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan.
5: Sports Sunday here on 1080 The Fan, Rashad Taylor, Jordan Schultz, Joe Fisher, and our special guest. uh for, Hey, this is an honor for you, too. First guest in studio for Sports Sunday in our new studio. That's correct. In this rendition of Rashad and Joe on Sports Sunday. Sports Sunday has been on air for about seven years now. But we went through transition, and we got uh, got us in the studio. Got Jordan behind the glass running things, and now we got this great new studio. It's beautiful, you got and, yellow
4: couches and stuff. Like, lay <laughs> down. You know, if somebody wants to lay down and just talk about their problems. Like, we got you. I this mean, is I, the
5: place to be. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Jordan already has taken a nap on that uh, couch because he's pulled some early shifts here. So, I mean, I sure as hell did one day. I showed up at five. I'm like, I'm getting thirty minutes. I, I am not like Will Klondike Ortner. I've not had to sleep here by necessity, but I will say back in my younger radio days working oh, yeah. 12-hour shifts at a, a previous station I worked at, we had a shower and I slept overnight there. This place has got a shower, too. It, to shower. Again, so, radio happens. life, it, it gets real sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you're, you're
4: staying overnight. If I'm in, in here early enough and I'm tired, guess who's sleeping on the yellow couch? <laughs> I am. No problem. On the Kim Jong-un uh, the pillow, <laughs> which, dear God, for we we no reason. I don't know why still that's still
0: in here. That's
5: swag. That, we, blame so, any, we get flack for anybody, any of that. That's all swag there. All right. That's an odd Pillow to ask for. I know. It was a white elephant gift for uh, gift from my understanding. But um dude, let's talk about the state championship a little bit more because yeah. I mean you be a team this year who had some of the biggest and justifiably so some of the biggest hype of any Oregon high school team in a long time, if ever, right? Oh, so yeah. great players and what they did at the LSI. I mean, mm-hmm. like it was It was built up like it was almost like a coronation, like, all right, West, this is their year to pull it off and state championship. Yeah, of course they're going to win. And then 12 says not so fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, how does that feel again to build up that team and go through the year of the LSI playing them in league and then that last game when it
6: matters most having the last laugh absolutely i mean playing them three times beforehand mm. and i mean i think coach key has been on the other side of this where he's beat it, he's lost three times and then won in the state championship so i mean that's kind of it was a full circle for him I, um and he's done a phenomenal job with them but i mean i'm telling you uh when you go in an arena and I believe there might be only a handful of people who really think that you're going to win this game. Like legit, like these people, everybody was just expecting to watch history. I But I think the news was already ready for the storyline and everything. I mean, Jackson Schellstad is an amazing player. Um, I, I mean, people ask me, what are you so thankful for? I'm thankful. I don't have to game plan against that kid ever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm, I'm surprised how surprised some people were, to be honest with you. I mean, again, you look at it, We played them in the LSI. We took them to overtime. Right. We actually had a shot at the end of the regulations to win it. Yeah, you announced that You, it you called game. that game. Yep. Um, We then went and played at their place. And within the last 30 seconds, we were within two points. You know what I mean? And so then the last time we played them, it kind of got a little close. We, so we were just kind of... Figuring out a little bit. I mean, you don't ever get a chance to play a team four times. But we knew if we got them the fourth time, it was going to be they would have to make some major adjustments to their normal game style to beat us. And so uh, and you jumped on them early in that game too. Absolutely. I mean, and we we just I mean, right from the tip. I mean, Joe Joe scored within ten seconds, the first ten seconds of the game, and. Um, I, I looked at the, I remember it was halfway through the first quarter and someone asked me this the other day. They said, what did you think when you guys were up six to zero? I said, all I thought was, ah, crap, that's just two shots by Jackson. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's not much, <laughs> you know, great. We held them down, but you know, that's just two shots by Jackson. You know what I mean? Thanks, but then quit, when you yeah. looked at the end of the first quarter and it was 12 to one, I said, what the heck is going on here? Today? Yeah, yeah. So Yeah. It was pretty awesome.
4: So you, you mentioned him, and I think it's an important thing that we we talk about because I feel like he's so damn good as yeah. a coach. But Rob Key,
6: yeah, um, he Love was the head idea.
4: coach at Roosevelt, took them to a state championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, state championship game, excuse me. Head coach Grant was able to take them to a state championship win in the tournament. And then in his first year at Westland, all the way to the state tournament. At one point, I think Westland was ranked in the, at the top of the country and the nation yeah the nation you know at one point which even that great jefferson team from 2000 was never ranked number one in the country and they had five dudes on there that went d1 and some other ones that went d1 off the bench so uh how good of a coach is robert key and what what were you thinking about going into game number four saying like
6: man we can't lose this one again yeah, no, I have a lot of respect and love for that man. Um, I've I've actually gotten to know him personally over this season. Great dude. I've heard so much about him, but you say he's a good dude. There's you know one of my coaches, Ryan Allen. Um, he ended up playing for the Patriots. He's a he's a, a three time Super Bowl. Go champ. Patriots. Yep. Three time Super Bowl. Go Patriots. Yep. Punter. I've heard of this yep, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he's a, he's a, he's one of my assistant coaches. Tell him I say hi. By the way,
2: <laughs> I went to high school with that dude. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah Ryan know, Allen. Yeah,
6: and so um, he uh, he played for him like in a like everybody was telling me how great of a guy this guy is, and me being able to get to spend time with him before the games, talking to him through text messages. Oh my gosh, everything everybody says about him, I love the guy, and and I wish the best for him. The only thing that it's hard is because we're gonna we have to play against each other constantly. So um, I give him a lot of props and what he did with that team, even if they have some transfers and whatnot you have to figure out how to make the pieces of the puzzle fit 100%. you know what i mean and you have to get keep people bought in i mean they got sam sam Leviat to come out for basketball this year and i thought he was a big missing piece off of that he was a big hustle player and everything so being able to get find these pieces and put how regardless of what pieces they are where they come from i thought he did a fantastic job with that yeah, I mean, that's
5: uh, kind of like what you see in college basketball. It's even if you get all these top recruits, see with Oregon now, granted, the Ducks is here a little injured, but how many years now have they been getting top recruits? Oh, and man. it's a slow start. It's yeah. here comes Oregon in February, March, because you got to put the team together. Um, I mean, really, I when I think of it, man. I mean, you, you, you can't coach after this. You win two state championships. I mean, yeah, like I mean, you, you beat the team that was number one go? in the country. Where do you like, go from
6: here? Like, well, some someone said that to me before the game they, or before the <laughs> season. They said, Bob, wow, you got the head coach a lot of pressure on you. I said, What do you mean pressure? This team just went almost perfect last year. I said, There's no pressure. I can't do any better than they did. Well, then well, well, yeah, well. you
4: then you come out year one as the head coach and went. You know, when I do that on on 2k yeah and on on madden and stuff like that remember you used to be able to create your own head coach on like college football i know undefeated every season however this is not ncaa college football you know this is real life and you know it's a big deal for you to come out in year one after especially after losing malik ross who was a huge part of that championship team last year we forget the twilight's football team last year came within a couple seconds, maybe a couple yards away from from beating uh, Central Catholic the year mm-hmm. that year for the state championship in football. Then you have Malik Ross and Noel Ogley. Am I yep. saying his last name? Yeah, Ogley. Okay, yep, making yep. sure. Uh, they came out, and they were just great leaders for you. Yep. You lose them, and then you get Josiah Lake, yep. who was phenomenal this year. Jaden
6: Stepp, phenomenal. How important were those two guys for the Tualatin this year? Unbe- unbelievable. I mean, you saw at the end of the last year, I mean – Josiah, it was really funny because so it, in the in the LSI or in the championship game last year they were chanting MVP. I was like, oh, that was interesting. And he was a junior. And I mean, this year he just really stepped up in his new role. I mean, I remember last year he ended up big game. He had 15 rebounds in the game in the semifinal or the finals and stuff. And then this year that kid to average 26, 28 points, and then Jaden Step averaging. 20 points himself and then Jaden Stepp was the player of the game of this championship. I mean, that's a kid who's really hard and he, he started maybe one game last year and Josiah was the only one who has started for there. And so for those two to really step up and then bring everybody along with them and tell them to jump on, we got you, we'll help lead the way, you guys just be fully invested with us. That was amazing and I mean, right now we, the rankings came back out and next thing you know, Tualatin's ranked 30th in the nation. And that was one of the ranking systems came out and it's like, that's the first time Tualatin basketball has ever been ranked. Another first for bubble lemon and Tualatin. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. So I'm very proud of those guys and they just, they're amazing. Yeah. Well, again, just like the idea
5: of Tualatin, it is, it's, you have to work. Like it is not, it's not going to be handed to you there. I, Seen it and you just mentioned being ranked, something that never happened for Twalton. Now the question is, you're going into your second year as head coach. Yeah, you. I mean, repeat is obviously going to be yeah. a question for the program, but now it's going just for you. It's like how do how do you do it again? I yeah. mean, that's it, it's something you hear all the time, right? And it's going to mm-hmm. be asked. I mean, I know it's early. <laughs> the yeah. season just ended a bit ago, but you're going to get asked it a lot through the year. So, I absolutely, mean, how do you get your team ready for having the target on your back?
6: I mean, I think this year it was really good. I mean, there was two big targets, really. There was the Westland target. Everybody pegged them from before the season started, right? right. right? I remember even listening to the LSI um, preview. They talked about... West Lynn from Oregon, and they talked about Winner's grade. I was like, they didn't even say nothing about the state champs from last year. So West Lynn had that huge target. And, and so being a team where they are, and I feel for them as far as also we had a huge target on our back on everybody wants to beat last year's state champions. right? You know right, what I mean? Right. And so that's going to at least our guys actually understand that feeling i understand that feeling as a coach now like where whereas normally you play you play a uh, high school ball you have a couple dates circled on your right. calendar right everybody has your date. yeah everybody everybody all 26 games 24 games yep. are circled on us yep. where people are coming at us and that was a new feeling we had this year but i think we grew and through experience through it. And we had to do a couple different tactical things. Like there was even one time someone suggested a coach he suggested, and I'm really thankful for him. He said, Hey, I'm going to suggest after we beat tigert and double overtime and stuff, he goes, I suggest you get the kids there. I know you guys got a game on Friday. This was a Tuesday. Got a game on Friday tomorrow. Just sit them down. Watch film, eat pizza, and let them regroup because it's every day somebody's going it's out. And, Man, I brought that in there, and they kids didn't even know. And they're like, "What's the catch, Bubba? I said, yeah, "What, what you are you doing?" "What's the <laughs> catch?" They said, "Are you going to feed I us?" And then, and then we have and to then run. run. <laughs> yep, and then we're going to run. And so I said, "No, guys, no guys. You guys are doing a really <laughs> good job. Everybody's going." And so one of the things I I strategically did this year. I mean, this was supposed to be a rebuilding year, but Josiah Lake and Jane Stepp had different opinions of that, right? Um, but what I did strategically was. So we had one starter from last year from the championship from last year team to play on this team. Now we have three juniors that started all year. And I could have started other seniors and stuff, but we had three juniors that started all year. AJ Nolan, Jaden Fortier, and Mm Jaden Step. And now those three are going to come in at seniors and then along with some of these other kids like they already know what it feels like. And so now they're going to be even more ready to go.
5: Wow. Building a tradition and in a program. What a concept, huh? I know. Absolutely. (laughs) Gosh, man. (laughs) Well, I I mean, you know, not to call out uh, the hometown here, but Newberg, we got to step it up. That's, (laughs) that's where I'm at now. (laughs) And I, I see the records. All right. I see the standings and I know it's like, just looking at the city, it's like, you can't, it's like, listen, twalton tiger newberg all this like we're just some towns from oregon mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. you got to build the team get the right coaches the right mentality in and you can make the you can rise up the rankings yeah. and that's why i see like twalton it's like listen we need to do things a certain way because we ain't gonna get the best of the best every year right and so as long as we, again, have that commitment, have that mindset, and just build it up from that youth program on up. It's called yeah. building
4: a culture. Exactly. And all yeah. the great programs around the, around the country yeah. have built a culture of of winning. So it looks like Tualatin, uh, or, and you've been obviously a huge catalyst in making sure you could build something great mm-hmm. out there in Tualatin.
6: Thank you. And we put an emphasis this year on our youth program more so than there ever. Um, the eighth-grade coach that we have coaching there, he used to coach – with me at the high school level. And so him moving down to the eighth grade, then they're now getting fostered. They're getting, they're ready. They're not just ready. If they're skilled enough, they're ready to go in our system and then they're ready to go. And then I even brought, we brought a seventh grade coach on this year. Um, So we're even starting even younger than that, that he played basketball with me uh, in 2006, and played football with me at Twelton. So he's another alumni. And so I have to give props to the youth program and the uh, Twelton Youth Basketball Association and the president of that and the one of competitive, uh, Greg Wacker. I have to give them a lot of credit because they're building the synergy that is going to keep this momentum rolling and keep the kids really energized. And I want to be there. I want to, they love that. They saw last year it was four homegrown, five homegrown kids that ended up winning, like stick to together and right. stuff like that
4: well if you're looking for a new coach man coach fisher over here we'll see we'll see if i can for the, climb call. Up the ranks there we go bring, we'll it, bring in the bring in the righty man <laughs> well in
5: hearing about twalton basketball it uh thinks of what could have been because eighth grade joe made the classic b team in twalton and then they found out i was moving to sherwood and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you're up, well out of city lines, so yeah." So I couldn't play for any twalton youth Please. basketball. I and-
4: found somebody's address so fast. <laughs> <and> <laughs> oh yeah, play there. oh yeah.
5: I slept there last Sorry, night. Man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's Weird my, enough, though, they let me play on the twalton rec team. Yep. Yep. But couldn't let me be on the travel team for Classic B. So I, I played with a chip on my shoulder. There you year, go. For sure. There Finished you. after rec year. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I'm good. And then uh, I got to Sherwood, and there were some ballers over there. My mm-hmm. freshman year, I was like, okay, yeah. Joe's not playing basketball anymore. We're good. We're, we're good.
6: <laughs> no, we're start good. finding
5: our lanes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But again, man, just like when I left to Walton, that was 2000, um that was oh six oh seven, like right when you graduated. So you guys were the last memories I've had of Tualatin football, basketball, and then I go to Sherwood. And so, again, just seeing it come full circle like this, man, like life in itself, right? It's pretty crazy, special, isn't Crazy. It? Yep. And then just see it happen to Tualatin. I couldn't be – I couldn't be any more happy for a town team, a guy for all you guys. So I appreciate yeah. that. So we got one more segment. Let's just chop it up about some basketball. Let's Why try. Why not? And, I mean, I don't want to go Blazers. I don't want to get negative here, but we can talk tournament. We can talk anything. We got a head coach of a state championship winning basketball team with us. So let's finish it up here on Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan.
3: Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. All right,
5: last segment here. Got Bubble Lemon in here, head coach of the 12th and Timberwolves basketball team. And we uh, touched on your grandfather a bit ago, Metal Ark Lemon. Um, your dad, I found out this morning because I was looking up doing my research, that he was the general manager of the Portland Thunder at one point as well. Um, you want to get his mic, Jordan? Oh, come stereo. on jordan <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey yeah. batting a thousand there almost uh, i'm but, having
0: issues with the board
5: but. no you're all good all good and honestly yeah play play out asap rocky for the rest of the show background
6: music but um
5: i mean you just kind of were touching on in the break here about like your grandpa your dad like the just everything you saw and then it came to me and i was like it all makes sense I think I saw your uh, grandpa at Twalton Elementary when I was like five or six because they would come through the elementary schools every now and then. Yeah,
6: they would come in and they'd do celebrity stuff yeah, just yeah. Uh, for awareness. I remember he even – and that was probably a time when – I know they did one for one of our friends at Twelts in High School and yeah. stuff. And so he ended up creating some of these other teams where he wasn't the Harlem Globetrotters, but maybe the Harlem Stars or the Shooting mm-hmm. ah, Stars yeah, or stuff go. like that. And he actually played with like Pistol Pete. He played with, um, I guess my dad told me one of the best games he's ever saw was he had Wilt Chamberlain, my grandpa, and Pistol Pete shooting half-court shots and just watching them go at it. And he was like, man, if there was cameras back then like right. they are now, it would be a viral. thing That's one of those oh photos gosh.
5: that you find on Twitter. It's like you didn't know you needed this photo, yeah. but here it is for and then, you. And of course,
4: we're gonna say it's photoshopped. No, <laughs> <in those three laughs> no way Were there? So, was there ever any interest for you as far as being a Harlem Globetrotter, <laughs> <laughs>
6: no. or maybe playing for the Generals? Can't, wh- <laughs> how's your How's your half court hook shot? Yeah. So I asked my grandpa one time about that. I was like, Hey. I was like, Grandpa, teach me the hook shot, right? And he goes, "He goes, all right, I'm going to teach you how to do it. I go, all right, so teach me how to do it. He goes, the trick is never shoot it the same way twice. I said, Grandpa, I'm not listening to another thing you yeah, say. I was like, mind. that does not help me never out mind. right now. Teach probably, me about the game of basketball. Probably <laughs> the worst coaching advice <laughs> that you could
4: ever get. Right, absolutely. Don't do it the same way twice. I was no, like, what? I, I think there's an overall <laughs> kind of uh, – I have a I have a buddy of mine, uh, my friend Mike Lee. Shout out to my guy, Mike, um, who actually played for the Globe Trouters. Uh-huh. He said he enjoyed, you know, the the people that he met and everything. But he also told me, like, there'd be pickup games between yeah. the Globe Trotters and between the Generals. And he said, man, them dudes from the Generals could hoop.
7: Oh yes, how <laughs> good are
4: the, how good are those guys for real? Because I, again, against the Globe Trouters during the show, you know, we're seeing them, you know, getting crossed up, all type of stuff. Like, how good are those dudes like in real life? <laughs> no, Generals. those guys are
6: legit. They really are legit. And um, yes, sometimes. Yeah, they they said my dad told me because he was a road manager. He goes, there used to be some like real battles and stuff, oh. and, and to where the point where then like my dad was like, okay, he had to send a message back to the general players. Like, Hey man, don't get too physical out there with this right now. Like that's not, that's not what you want to do right now. You can like, smack by a hundred. It's like
4: <laughs> night oh, after no, night. Yeah.
6: Every night. Not tonight. Yeah.
5: It's uh, like, tonight. Oh, no, this is a real game. We're getting our dub tonight. Oh
6: yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. But when they play pickup, yeah, those guys, it was, it, I heard there was some quite stories for that and they were playing hard. Yeah. That's too awesome.
5: Good. Dude. Um, uh, again, super appreciative of you coming in. Uh, reached out to you this week and said hey over the phone but if you can come in studio happy for the whole hour i'm glad we did it man again funny how life comes full circle and just couldn't be more happy for you and the team man winning Absolutely. that state championship uh bubble lemon head coach Swalton rules thanks again i hope to have you on again either before the next season whenever man whenever, whenever you, you want to, to come through you let us know you ever in uh in northwest portland on a sunday morning stop on by and you're a football
4: guy so you can always come do football sunday oh, with yeah. us as well oh yeah.
5: yeah i coach football for a while yeah absolutely, absolutely. Come Do some football with us. i would love to that'd be absolutely. great, I would love that'd be great. To. all right for rashad taylor jordan schultz and our guest today bubble lemon thanks for joining us on sports sunday we'll catch you next week enjoy your uh, march madness today as well and hopefully i uh, have a good golf round well, fingers fingers crossed bro fingers
0: crossed fingers crossed thanks
6: See. everyone thanks